Well, folks, it's that time of year again. It's time that we're going to have to talk about taxes. Now, I know a lot of people don't like to talk about taxes. Hell, I don't like to talk about taxes. And that's why I'm going to tell you about TurboTax. TurboTax can match you with a live tax expert who will do your taxes for you. So then you're free to do, well, not taxes. I mean, you may even find out that you love not doing taxes. You might even find out that you're great at not doing taxes. But the only way to find out if not doing your taxes is right for you is to head on over to TurboTax. I use TurboTax every year, and let me tell you, I would never go back to the old way of doing things. It only takes a few minutes, even if you don't use a live expert and you choose to file them yourself. In under an hour, my federal return was filed with TurboTax and accepted by the IRS. So I am a believer and I want to spread the good news to you guys. So maybe I can help you out a little bit. So click the link in the description of this podcast. File your returns with TurboTax, and let's get back to doing what we all love to do the most. And that, of course, is anything but taxes. Hey guys, Dustin Bones here, and welcome to Guns and Radio. Now I'm going to tell you the truth. We typically tape our show on Sunday to release on Monday so that we can have... All of our news up to date, we can be talking about uh, what awesome current events are going on in the GNR community, but uh, sometimes other things happen, and that's what happened this week, because I'm just going to tell you the truth, the NFL playoffs are this week, all right, and out of your whole crew, two of us got people playing in the playoffs, and we wanted to see all of these games to get ready for the Super Bowl which I, I know you guys are excited about. If you're a football fan, you can you can understand. Plus, the Royal Rumble was Saturday, and you know how we love our wrestling, too. So, it's been a big weekend for us, uh, both with, you know, Royal Rumble parties and watching football with our friends, because you know we're not just going to sit here on the couch and watch the playoffs. No, we're going to go to our friend's house. We're going to have a throwdown. We're going to have a little pre-Super Bowl party while we watch the playoffs and the Royal Rumble. And hopefully you guys did the same thing this weekend. But as a result, our normal... uh, We had a a choice, all right? We can either present you with a collection and record the episode later uh, for this week and give you a bonus episode uh, just to hold you over. Or we could have taped in the middle of the week and, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. What kind of current events are going on that we could talk about. Uh, basically, it would put our show uh, out of date, if you will. So, we opted to do this special collection for you today instead. And we hope you enjoy it. Because in our next episode, we're going to be looking at Do It For The Kids by Velvet Revolver. Since we're doing so much Velvet Revolver, plus... If you listen to Shotcast Saturday this week, we covered uh, Velvet Revolver covering, um, oh shit, what did we do? Sex type thing. So yeah, <laughs> a lot of fun st- Velvet Revolver theme stuff going on. And we're keeping the Velvet Revolver theme uh, for this episode. So hopefully you'll get hyped, you'll get excited, and you'll join us as we look back at last year 
there were four special episodes of Shotcast Saturday where we only reviewed Velvet Revolver doing cover songs. And you're going to hear Surrender, Bodies, Negative Creep, and Psycho Killer in this episode. So we hope that you enjoy this look back, and we also hope that you join us later this week as we move forward and we check out uh, Do It For The Kids by Velvet Revolver. So we'll see you later on this week. may even be a live show. I don't know. You can't ever tell about us. We're full of surprises. So be sure to head over to gunsandradio.com today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And as soon as the new episode is ready to go, it will be posted later this week. So we hope you enjoy that. And we hope you sit back and relax and enjoy the special collection of Under the Velvet Covers. That's all I'm going to say for now. Welcome to the Guns and Radio Podcast. Kick off your shoes, crawl in between the velvet sheets. Oh yeah, and get under Caputo and velvet me. covers. You know, there's there's room for plenty more in this bed. Yeah, in this yeah. bed we call the podcast. Right, right. I love how we're doing sexual innuendos with our audience. Well, Let it, us yeah. seduce you with our with, music, with our deep voices. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw some seal on in the background. You know, let's get it going. And I'll be like, "Come here, lady, get in here." Yeah, what I'll you running for? Get over here. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm almost uh, had to buy another bottle of this before we sit down and record again. Goddamn! <laughs> Goddamn pile sheep bar. Woo! Oh, what are we doing? What was I about to do? Oh, surrender! Yeah. Yes. So we're listening to Velvet Revolver's cover of Cheap Trick Surrender. This, um, uh, originally I think appeared on the single release of fall to pieces as the b-side and then end up i think being part of the bonus track version of their debut album contraband nice which where they would call the tour edition which had a bonus disc full of some a couple of color covers and music videos and shit jesus how many covers did they do on tour um a few well on that one the tour edition of um of contraband the first album they did surrender there was a no more no more aerosmith cover which we already covered yeah and also one the other two more that we're going to be covering in the future as well they're a cover of bodies by the sex pistols and they covered a nirvana song negative creep yeah nirvana growth yeah well we'll see in the next few weeks how that goes but we're going to start off you know with the best hope maybe the best one we're going to start with the one web I know we know pretty well. We know this song very. I well. love this song, and a I'm lot of you rock fans, you guys listen know very well. So um, let's get right into it. Let's listen to Velvet Revolver's take on Cheap Trick. Oh wait, hang on before we do. Let's talk about some music. Can't forget about you, James Brown. <laughs> This is the right one because I was like, is this just the cheap trick version? Because it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. Even when Scott comes in, listen. 
Well, kind of. It sounds very cheap trick, doesn't it? Yeah. Never know what you'll catch. Love this shit, man. It's a bad, when it's a good song, a song I love. I just want to listen to the song, man. Mm-hmm. Don't give yourself away. Oh shit, not my shit over. <laughs> Love his shit. Let's talk about Surrender for a little bit. When did this first come out? Was it the 70s or was it the 80s? Because I feel um, like this is a very 70s-esque. Let me look. So Surrender from Cheek Trick released in June 1978. Oh man, what album was that? It was from their album Heaven Tonight. Nice. Which was their third studio album. When I saw Cheap Trick, I saw them with my dad, I think 2019, right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Was They opened for ZZ Top. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they played the, of course they played Surrender, but they also played uh, the 70 show song. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize this, but the theme song to that 70 show... <laughs> It was one, a real song, and two, Cheap Trick. Hanging out. Yeah. Down oh, the street. Don't realize that. But yeah, they were they were kick-ass. Yeah, dude. Um, Shout out to their to the lead vocalist, Robin Zander. It was his birthday, I think, a little while back. Oh, well, happy birthday, Robin. Yeah. what was you did you hear this song before guitar hero I think I heard this song from Guitar Hero. I think that's where I heard it the first time too. Yeah, it wasn't even the actual version. It was like, I'm looking here and like under the pop pop culture or whatever tab here on the Wikipedia article for it. Yeah, it says, um, Guitar Hero was all covers. Yeah, it was a, like still like 80 percent were covers. They they didn't go full like masters until the third one, I think. Yeah, because uh, they were mostly covers, except because that was cheaper to get the rights to. Uh, except for uh, the the songs you unlock that are like the indie bands and shit, the people that probably paid to get their song on there. Yeah, because that was when Guitar was made by Harmonics, and those people were actually like, you know, before musicians and stuff. Before, before Axl Rose sued them out of business and shut no, Axl Rose didn't. I think he tried to block you know Slash and Welcome to the Jungle being in three, but that didn't happen. But yeah, because he didn't show up for court. To like two years after the fact. Yeah, something like that. That's we're definitely like, something we have to do. You're trying to block a, a, a video game from coming out that's been out for two years? Yeah. Like, Destroy back. all copies. It must be recalled. 
Get it together, bruh. Yeah, geez. I mean, you gonna give back all that royalty money you got? Yeah, I don't fucking think so. I was gonna say, speaking of Guitar Hero, shout out to our buddy, a third man Dan from the Famicom, who actually mentioned that we should cover Slash and Guitar Hero 3. Oh man, that'd be a good episode. I was gonna say, it would, yeah, it would have been cool to cover like that, um, that track he did for the the uh oh that boss level where you play against slash yeah but the thing is it's just instrumental there's no vocals so we'll watch it next time uh dan's on the show oh hell yeah that's that's perfect if we remember (laughs) yeah i won't it'll probably be like a fucking year here lately he used to be on like if you go to season one he's in almost every episode yeah and then season two i don't think he makes one appearance no he makes like only like two or three yeah now Jeff is pretty much our third man. Yeah, our third person just rotates a lot, I guess. Just I guess. We're going to be that podcast. We're just going to have that third friend that comes and visits till they get tired of our shit, and then they go away. And then <laughs> Pretty much. Here comes the best part. Whatever happened to all the seasons, seasons of the year? It's all my young to think and willing to disappear. When I walk up on the deck, rolling on the chair. I'd be pissed off. Why is that? I would always hit star power right there. <laughs> yeah. Totakatara, baby. <laughs> Recognize could, the damn thing. I could have it built up. There's one part that I would always have star power built up for, and I would hit it on right. Hang on. Right. Right there. Fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was all. That was one of my star power cues right there. Mama's all right. Daddy's all right. I'm surprised they didn't extend the solo a little bit with Slash, like knowing him. Yeah, this is very much like a straight up just cover of the song. Like they didn't yeah. put like any sort of their own spin on it. I mean, like it's unique. Like you're Scott Weiland singing the song, and you. Sounds like Scott Wyland. Yeah. But like. Man, this this shit is awesome, though. It is a pretty damn good cover, even if it's just like a straight up Bubba Revolver just playing the song. Color by numbers cover. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes it works, sometimes, you know. There you have it, folks. Surrender. Not by Cheap Trick, though. By Velvet Revolver, because this is uh, under the velvet covers. Woo. All right, come on. Get up here. I know you're going to just do it right now. Come on, before we get to talking and reviewing the show, come on now, before you knock my mic over and fuck up the whole podcast. All right, so let's chat. Let's talk. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, I'm going to let you go first, this one. You want me to go first on it? Yes, sir. All right. All right. You asked for it. 
Ask and you shall receive. Um, I fucking thought this was incredible because I love the song. So <laughs> there ain't, it ain't got to do much to impress me with this particular song. This is one of my favorite songs. I love Surrender. Um, I don't know all that many Cheap Trick songs, unfortunately. I've seen them live, but I really don't know all that many songs by them. But uh, that's okay because this one's so high up on my list of songs that are awesome. And, uh, you know, even though it is a color by numbers cover, I love it. And uh, uh, fuck it, dude. I mean, I hate to just give it five stars on that merit alone that I like the fucking song. But fuck it. That's what I'm going to do. Five stars for me. All right. All right. So what do you think? It is a pretty good cover, even though it is very much like the whole color by numbers thing. And it's just like straight up, like, we're just going to, you know, do this song, you know, almost verbatim ish. Like, it's still a really good cover. Don't get me wrong. And it's really good to hear like Scott Weiland sing on this song because like he's he kills it on this song for sure. But I would have liked like, you know, maybe Slash to put his own spin on the solo or something. Yeah, that would have been something cool. a little bit, you know, in there. It's still a really good cover, so I'm going to go four out of five. Nice. Because it is one I would listen to, definitely. You know, if I'm, like, in that Velvet Revolver mood or I just want to listen to, you know, Slash that's not Guns N' Roses, I would probably, you know, sometimes seek this one out. If I pull this out, it's going to be because I wanted to hear Surrender, and that's what came up when I typed it in. Yeah. Um, Will it replace Cheap Trick? No. But, I mean, they didn't fuck it up. Yeah, it is a very good cover. They didn't ruin it or anything. So, I guess I can revise my rating to a four and a half because I will be honest, I was a little disappointed that Slash didn't add anything to the guitar solo. Mm-hmm. That is a very good point. That did kind of disappoint me a little bit. And I guess a little disappointment keeps something from being perfect, right? Yeah. So, and uh, this one is going to be a bit of an interesting take this week as we're going to be reviewing um, Velvet Revolver covering nirvana's negative creep nice nice and man lost my voice there in the Uh, (laughs) pre-tape you know like i said i'm gonna go into this positive we all know how i feel about nirvana at this point Mm -hmm. uh we're we're we, 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 uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours of podcasts you and I have done together. I don't need mm. to rehash it. Uh, but I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to tell myself this is just a Re- Velvet Revolver song and I'm going to review it as such. Yeah. All right. So, you ready to listen to Negative Creep? Yeah. Let's do it right away. Let's get right Make it happen. It. Make it happen. Get creepy negative up in here. <laughs> Yeah, this already sounds very Velvet Revolver. Just that intro. Because it already sounds like Velvet Revolver. Yeah, like the dude, like the drumming and just like the bass and everything. Yeah, you could tell Duff McKagan was like, "Yeah, it's not punk rock, but it's grunge. It's still the same thing." Uh, I love how we've developed this caricature of Duff McKagan and how he always talks like that. And then, like, somehow he has to burst in attitude. <laughs> attitude! <laughs> you can't stop singing that song. 
I mean, fun fact about Duff McKeegan, I think he was like one of the last dudes to see Kurt Cobain alive. Hmm. I don't know if you ever heard that story. Like he was on the same flight when Kurt Cobain like escaped rehab and was going back to Seattle. Yeah. And they literally had like some chat, whatever. And then like a few days later, Kurt Cobain's found it. Meh. Oh, well, I mean, suicide is not a joking matter, but I'm still not a fan. If that makes me bad, I'm sorry. Psychosocial. Um, <laughs> There's not enough distortion for that. <laughs> what? What the fuck is he saying here? Um, this is out of reach. This is this the right lyrics? Hang on, let me look up the actual lyrics. I'm just like, let me. Okay, here we go. Easy lyrics. Um, this is out of our reach. This is out of our reach. This is out of our reach, and it's grown. This is getting to be. This is getting to be. This is getting to be drone. I'm a negative creep. I'm a negative creep. I'm a negative creep, and I'm stoned. Hmm. The stoned part I can appreciate. Okay. Well, at least now I'll understand some lyrics when we get into them now. So let's try this again. All right. That does help. Yeah. Daddy's little girl ain't a girl no more. Just repeated like 17 times. <laughs> okay. I see a curtain. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I'm trying no, to pause no. Kurt Cobain went to the school of Izzy Stratton songwriting by just repeating the same thing 17 wow. times. Fucking apparently. <laughs> Go get the ball, y'all. I'm so inspired. <laughs> <laughs> Blown. <laughs> There was definitely a WWF video package produced to this. Dude, there probably could have been. Like, this is definitely something you would like see in like, like, a, like, a, like a feud package. Oh, dude! Right now, I was trying to f- figure out what is the sound I'm hearing, and I realize it's uh, you know, my my apartment is kind of underground. Like the window is at ground level. Like if I looked out the window, I'd be seeing the grass. Yeah. Um. And what I'm hearing is the ice coming down oh and tapping just... and bounce and it's bouncing off the ground and tapping the glass. Ooh. I told you, man, we're getting snowed in this week. Or iced in. Iced in. Good thing I bought the... groceries. Yeah. That's happening to us over here also, probably overnight or tomorrow, whenever as we're recording this. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys are used to it, though. It's Canada. Yes and Typical no. July. <laughs> typical July. Fuck. <laughs> this is like a typical February, but hey. I, I tell it. it like you live in Antarctica. 
I don't live in Greenland, you douche. <laughs> Might as well. It's Canada. Same thing. Canada, Greenland. There's no difference. It's the same thing. Different words. <laughs> no, Greenland's just like a, a block of fucking land that's like in between us and Europe. Is it land or is it ice? <laughs> I don't fucking know. That's Iceland. It's ice that we have settled on. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's Iceland where like 24% of the population shows up to a Guns N' Roses concert and the economy shuts down. <laughs> And then, you know what, I'm not even going to take the the low-hanging fruit and make fun of that shitty Iceland show. (laughs) Was it worth it, Iceland? You tell me. I wasn't there. I heard the recording. Well, I think it was the first time Jin ever played there, like the first time they'd been there in like God knows how much years or whatever. First time a band came to fucking Iceland. (laughs) I mean, it's probably very rare anyone comes to Iceland, unless you're like Bjork. (laughs) Fuck Bjork. Or like a Scandinavian flute player. <laughs> no wonder everybody. Th- oh my God. Real music's coming here. Not this fucking float fl- flute shit. Yeah. And Bjork. Is it still the daddy's little girl thing? Am I? Yeah. Okay. Is there just like a random scream in there? I think he's just making random fucking weird. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. What the fuck was that? It's not like a wildebeest. Yeah, at this point, he's just vocalizing random fucking weird sounds. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, who died? Yeah. <laughs> We're still going with this. Do what? I refuse to pause this again. I was going to say, I can barely hear it right now. You're not missing anything. It was Before this, it was literally just Scott Weiland making weird noises. <laughs> Oh, more noises. Do what? He's making more noises there, I think. But, oh, yeah, we still got a minute left of this shit. Jesus Christ, the original song was like 2 minutes 56 seconds. What the fuck? And this one's 417. Jesus. We're at 325, so we got just, yeah, about a minute left. 
Yeah, it was a hell of an extended <laughs> outro. Just under a minute. Yeah. Play it through. Is he just screaming now? Is he having an aneurysm? Was it getting a scrotum pierced or something? <laughs> was he getting his Prince Albert done in the studio? <laughs> when I got my Prince Albert, this was the sound I made. <laughs> I think they rocket queened me and put it in the song. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> that's a new... Uh, that's a new uh, we're using that as a verb now. Yeah, we're getting rocket queened. <laughs> got rocket queened. All right, that's enough of that. I can't take yeah. it anymore. I was gonna say it's just like noise after a while. I mean, like the instrumentally is pretty good, but then it's just noise. All right, you want me to go first? Yes, I will let you go first. Negative three. I'm done. Wow. All right, your turn, bud. All right. I don't think it was like terrible. I don't know. Would it make me seek out the original? No, but like I, you can tell it's a velvet revolver spin on something like punk rockish. It's all right. It's it good. It was garbage. Oh, um, you, well, you know what? This is your time, not mine. It was Sorry. good up until like the extended outro. So for that, I'm probably going to go like, I don't know. I wouldn't go negatives because I was like bopping to it a bit. But when I listen to it again, probably not. So. One and a half, yeah. One and a half, I think, is fair. Well, there you go. Uh, let me ask you, uh, what do you make of the lyric? I, wow, well, do you think there's some kind of underlining meaning here to this? It kind of sounds like the one time the rock cut a promo speaking Chinese. <laughs> oh, god. Uh, <laughs> I, dude, I keep seeing this damn fucking Instagram reel where it's like John Cena speaking like proper Mandarin, and then it's like The Rock speaking Chinese. Goes, Ching Jong Bing Gong, he stole the whole Oh god! <laughs> and I'm like, wow, how do they get away with this shit? <laughs> I don't know how they get away with this shit. That's what I want to know. This was trash. Know. It's this probably was... the compromise to get Scott Weiland, and it's like, listen, we gotta do some punk rock, man. We gotta do some grunge. You know, like you came from a grunge band, technically. I hate it. Sasha's <laughs> probably like, where where can I put the fucking blues in this? No. It was a bunch of garbled up noise with screaming on top of it. Like, I mean, that. I kind of enjoyed it instrumentally like that because the cool like shout out to Matt Storm, great drum work on there. And I feel like Slash somehow enjoyed playing that riff. So I mean, see, I, I didn't know, even like not. that. That's where we differ. That's where we disagree. That's why your rating is better than mine. I, I I still think it's like very poo poo after like. <laughs> very poopy. two and a half minutes i was like it would have been like better if it was shorter but yeah. <sighs> what are we doing next week let's um should we do more of the revolver covering punk rock or we can go totally different let's go totally different because this was a disaster <laughs> all right so i have lined up here it's velver i can't even fucking speak now uh, i sound like scott wilder in that song um <laughs> The Revolver covering um, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. You don't do Psycho Killer? Let's do Psycho Killer next week. All right. Well, next week we're going to listen to Psycho Killer, and hopefully it's better than this shit. At least in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? I really don't care what you guys thought. I thought that was that was garbled up garbage. It was it was, it was Chris like, liked it. It was so barely somebody. passable for two minutes, and then it just like I'm annoyed. Yeah, that got old quick. You can only listen to like someone like that for like so long. I'm like, oh, can we implement a rule? 
yeah on this show the mercy rule uh, yeah let's implement a mercy rule if you and i both uh what's that show uh america's got talent where they hit the x oh you get the three x's we just need two can you and me get x's and when we go and both of us x out we can just turn this shit off yeah and go that, on about our lives the thing is like if my world comes up i would use that within five seconds <laughs> yeah this is true pew, pew. Pew, pew. you're supposed you're to go right. pew, then go oh uh, well i do it in reverse it's all right <laughs> <laughs> gotta lube up the gun yeah good old <laughs> <Swiss> shine <laughs> spit in the barrel then shoot them so it like adds insult to injury yeah i'm giving you a loogie while i'm murdering Hey, check Lose this out. headshot. <laughs> 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 now you got my Luger inside of you. She ain't got yeah. time to... Maybe you'll have just enough time to be like, oh, gross, dude, before you die. Yeah. And then, oh, well, let's just put paint you at the scene of the crime. So, <laughs> I mean, now with forensics. <laughs> I mean, you're going to guarantee you're getting caught. Yeah. It's either you Which... leave, you know, your fingerprints, saliva, or your semen there. I don't know. Yeah, dude, I, I I don't think you can not get caught these days with cell phones, dude, and how everybody's got security cameras everywhere. Yeah, and you're just doing a lot of triangulation. Yeah, dude, like, I don't know, man. It's probably why we hadn't had a serial killer in years. Yeah. Who was the last serial killer? Jeffrey Dahmer? Ted Bundy? I don't know. No, but who's before? I don't even remember, to be honest. OJ. <laughs> I was actually going to say that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's well, that's not serious. He only, well, he killed two people. There was two. I mean, the last one I could think of was like, happened in Canada. It was like the 90s, I think. Wait, there was a murder in Canada? Trust me, we have some pretty fucked up people here, man. I was going to say, there, there's been like a few like episodes of like Chris Jericho's podcast where like he would have like some like fucking investigative reporters and they would do like some stiff shit about uh different like canadian serial killers we've had a few huh i didn't know about it this is news to me i was gonna say the one that's probably the most like that Great. like a lot of people will remember is fucking this husband wife duo here paul bernardo and um carla homoka i think was her name yeah or they basically uh, like, i think they like lured like young girls and like fucking just murder them I've literally never heard of these. Yeah, what was that dude's in fucking Paul Bernardo. Okay. Like, his wife, like, she made a fucking plea deal, and, like, she's off somewhere in fucking Mexico or some shit. And That's he's basically serving... So, yeah, she's ser he's serving solitary confinement, and he's tried to get parole, like, so many times. Denied. Oh, come on. I thought Canadians were supposed to be forgiving. No, it's... He's in there for life, man. Uh, the shit that he pulled off? No way. You wouldn't want him in the streets. How many people did they get? A lot. There was a lot of, like, young girls they fucking murdered. Oh, shit. That's where it is. If it had been dudes, they wouldn't have went to jail so long. They probably got 25, but that, still. Yeah, and of course, the girl. You ever notice the woman always gets off? Yeah, because they make a fucking plea deal. She probably fucking blew the judge. Yeah. Whore. <laughs> Like we, if, if, like if if I killed my wife, I'd go to jail for life. If she killed me, she'd go to jail for like ten, fifteen years. Probably five of good behavior. 
Yeah. I hope you can't hear my loud ass ceiling fan. If you're hearing a weird wacka wacka sound in the background, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize. I'm not turning it off as hot as balls in here. Yeah. I don't hear anything, but just know it's not Pac-Man going crazy in your living room. <laughs> it could be. It could be. You might want to check that just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, that has been li- known to happen. Is your living room now the set of fucking Wreck-It Ralph? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, I don't know, though, because, you know, like, uh, the first thing I would do if video game characters would crawl out of the TV and shit, the first thing i do would be put on uh, DOA Volleyball. <laughs> live extreme beach volley yeah because <laughs> you know me uh maybe sailor moon uh, yeah these games i've never played i don't know honestly if pac-man came out of me screaming i'd have like a fucking shotgun by my bedside <laughs> i'd try to get it stoned yeah <laughs> i mean like you can't do it much if, like, Sonic the Hedgehog comes out of your TV, because that dude's fucking fast as fuck, so... Pew, pew! Isn't there a new Sonic movie coming out? I think, like, in April or something. I saw the trailer for it. I'm actually hyped for it. You know, I gotta give those dudes respect, because uh, when Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, they first showed those uh, screenshots of what Sonic was gonna look the, like in the internet. The first trailer, and it looked like ass. And then everyone's like, oh my god, it's gonna be terrible. They, like, literally delayed it, I think, by another year of the movie, and then, like... I had to basically pay the uh, visual effects whatever team some more. And then I think half those people it. end up getting fucking laid off or some shit. Well, dude, you know, when that movie came out, everybody should have went and saw that movie. because That was the we, last movie I saw pre-pandemic. I, I think we were, we were locked down by the time I got to see it. It was February. It came out like literally February 14th or something like February, around like Valentine's Day two years ago. I don't remember. I think I was locked down. I know I watched, I streamed it. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, that was the last movie I saw before the pandemic hit, like before March. And then, like, shit just hit the fan in the middle of March. How often has that happened, though, where something like that's come out? We go, oh my God, this is terrible. And then they listen. You very know rarely. Saying? Very rarely. Unless they listen and then it's like a director's cut you have to wait four months for. Yeah. Oh, like that Justice League fucking director's cut. Yeah, and how, like, people are still petitioning for, like, the fucking dude who directed the first Suicide Squad to get his director's cut or whatever. I don't know, man. I think that might actually uh, be a whole lot better. I think so, because there was, like, a whole thing how, like, they basically reshot that whole first Suicide Squad, like, at the last minute. Yeah. It was going to be supposed to be, like, some totally different movie, and it ended up just being, like fucking dc's version of deadpool 10 people dude i'm sorry man but you lost me on soundcloud joker soundcloud rapper joker (laughs) i mean it's different but it sucks (laughs) joker does not wear a fucking grill i'm sorry yeah they tried to make it like this weird like fucking art house thing i was like what that was the worst i mean yeah it was not good I mean, and then the only thing I hate about when a Suicide Squad movie comes out is uh, the Harley hose. Because, uh, I mean, that was the only fucking really like decent thing about that movie, though. Yeah, but you know, you know what I mean when I say the Harley hose, right? Yeah, but I feel like from then, like DC's movies have slowly but surely improved in quality. I'd say, like, I haven't seen many of them, but from what I heard. 
Uh, I thought Superman versus Batman was really good. I don't know what everybody was bitching. No, that about. was that was fucking awful. I'm sorry. I, really? I don't disagree with you on that. Was fucking horrible. I enjoyed it. It's just what? these dudes fighting for two and a half hours, and they unite because they both have their the same fucking mother's first name. Yeah. Okay. What? So I will say that part is lame. And then fucking Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. No thanks. Uh. Well, he he is a uh, a little wiry, not to be trusted ass bastard. So I don't know. I just didn't. I think they got a, got a better actor for Lex Luthor. Maybe. I that's what I think. Well, speaking of psycho killers, uh, you want to listen to "Psycho Killer" by Velvet Revolver? Let's get right into it. Or another Velvet Revolver cover this week. It's VR Week, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, under the velvet covers, and uh, you know that's uh, the wheel gave us uh, a really good one. Yeah, yeah. On on, uh, on our, Monday. Yeah, so definitely check that out if you haven't yet, because that was a pretty good cover, actually. We really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I sure did. So we hope you enjoy. It. Let us know what you think, and uh, let's listen to Psycho Killer. Let's do it. I like the baseline. Okay, get a little chug. Okay, I can get into this. That reminds me, have you seen that movie Freaky yet? I've never heard of this movie. Who's what? So it's uh, Vince Vaughn and, I don't know, some cute blonde girl. And uh, Vince Vaughn is a a serial killer. And he trades bodies with uh, this teenage girl. Whoa, what? Like the movie Freaky Freaky Friday Friday. reboot? Yeah. Kind of, yeah, but he's a serial killer. That's so fucked up. And and she's stuck in his body, uh, and as he's killing her, everybody saw him, so mm-hmm. they know what he looks like. And he, everybody's after him, not knowing it's actually her. While she continues, while he continues the killing spree in her body. Oh my god! Yeah, I recommend it. I thought it was really good. It was more. It was like a horror comedy believe it or not that's an interesting twist on something that's been probably done so much to death i mean it was hilarious it was it was a hilarious movie but it also had its scary moments too like nice yeah you want something he's like a that. serial killer i'm thinking think like michael myers jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. like it's definitely like a retro 80s slasher film mm-hmm. with some comedy mixed in nice so, yeah I don't know. They they almost lost me with the five 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 five. I was like, eh, but then they they got me right. Oh, bro, where? But if you listen to this bass line, it's come and get your love. A little bit. Well, not right here, but like I'll show you again in a minute. 
think? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, listen. A little yeah. bit. It's a hint. Yeah. Blame the talking heads for that. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, this is probably, probably my very limited exposure to the talking heads because the only other song I remember of theirs, I don't know if you saw the Clerks 2. I have, yeah. In the intro, there's that, that song that plays in the intro. That's the talking um, heads. I didn't know that. Nothing but flowers. That's uh-huh. the only other talking heads song I've ever heard besides uh-huh. maybe this cover of a different one. But yeah, factually. That's interesting because I sure I, I I thought that was something made for the for the movie. I I guess. It's funky, I'll give it that. Yeah. I have no idea what he's saying. Well, he's speaking some French. Ah. Uh, well, that's why I'm not understanding it then. Yeah. Ooh, is there a keyboard in the back? Yeah. I don't know if it's keyboard or piano. It sounds like a piano. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Interesting little yeah. touch. Yeah. Dizzy Reed makes an appearance in the Velvet. <laughs> Uncredited because he wouldn't want Axel to find out. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck are you doing with that asshole? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Betray me. Give you another guns and roses. Chris Pittman's the new fucking head percussionist keyboardist. Uh, he's going to play a strange now, not you, you piece of shit. He was hired to ensure it doesn't happen again. <laughs> He's your goddamn replacement. You want that? What are you doing? Put that fucking towel down and get over here, please. Keep it. <laughs> Put on the fucking electric tambourine, you cocksucker. Fuck your mom. It's catchy like that. Like, do, 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 do. Okay, I'll give it to you. It is catchy. It is, man. It's a really the bass line's catchy. I mean, chorus is catchy. I'm not finding. I'm not finding much to dislike here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that dun 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 dun. You find like a fucking some random commercial. Yeah, like it pays off. Yeah, it's like in some random phone commercial, like dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. (laughs) 
Dizzy Reed making an appearance on the Velvet Revolver album. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah. Psycho Killer by Velvet Revolver. That wasn't actually bad. It was catchy as fuck, man. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Uh, <clears throat> well, let's give our final thoughts and go home. I'll let you uh, go first on this one. We kind of took longer on this one. We kind of got sidetracked this week. Yeah, we had a bit uh, of a conversation. Leftover. It was, it was like a GNX drum mixed with a shot cast. <laughs> yeah, kind of was. That may be the way to go with Shotcast. I don't know. If we're going to do that, though, we might as well do another fucking episode. I mean, but uh, let's take a look at uh, Let me. Uh, why isn't it doing the thing? Do the thing. There. Okay. So my thoughts on Psycho Killer. I did, I'm going to say this first and foremost. Slash is not the lead guitar in this. Duff, the bass, is definitely uh in the lead on this which is a nice change of pace because mm -hmm. uh the solo from slash is a little bit lackluster but you can forgive that when you listen to the song because of the fact that slash and his guitar aren't the fucking main weapons in this song definitely led by the bass uh definitely bass driven uh which is nice and i liked uh i'll check out the original i don't know how good the original will be compared to this one i don't know if this is a cookie cutter of another song or what uh but i enjoyed it so um i'm gonna at least give it three stars and put it right in the middle because i'm gonna listen to it again because that was funky mm -hmm. and uh yeah there's my there's my rating what you think chris i i really enjoyed it like the baseline like right from the get-go is catchy even that chorus is like so fucking catchy it's like unbelievable even though like it's just him going bum, 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 dun. No, no, yeah. no. Like you had like that melody, like sort of like that that rhythm sort of tone there in the the chorus, and it's really catchy. It's pretty cool. I mean, like I wish there was a solo in the song, or like some sort of a solo. Like it was, I feel like it was a bunch of fucking guitar noises. But like you were right, I think in the point <laughs> saying that Duff McKagan is like the star of the song because like even looking at like the, the like reviews and the description of the original uh, Talking Heads version, it was all about the bass line basically in this song. Very funky. And it's like very different from like what you would hear like guys like Slash and Duff would do. Like I feel like there's something like Scott Wyland brought to the table and like, listen, you guys are gonna fucking love this, and we're covering this song. And like, <laughs> I feel like like Overvolver was good like that. They could they brought in like different ideas. Like they weren't it wasn't just like them gonna be covering like fucking every other rock band. They're covering like different things. Like you know, especially you got Scott Wyland coming from like that grunge sort of punk world as well as they. Um, as we're probably going to see in other covers as well. Um, these guys just covered like anything, it seemed like. And most of the time so far, at least, it's resulted pretty good. And they're good fucking head boppers. I'm going to probably go along the same lines with you. i say about three. I'd probably yeah. give it more points if there was like a good Slash solo. Like that's, I think, I think it'd be cool just to have, just, just have Slash shred something for like 20, 30 seconds. Even <laughs> yeah. right at the end, end it off with like a little Slash lick or something. That fucker's not gonna fucking go no twenty or thirty seconds, and you know it. That twenty, you give him twenty or thirty seconds, we'll be here for like forty-five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> but like you can turn off the recording at a certain point, at least. The bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the. Floor. 
right, that's enough. God, Let, let's hope this was a good one because I'm gonna be like, I wish we were covering that version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully this uh, this won't disappoint. Uh, but yeah, welcome to Shotcast Saturday, folks. Uh, yeah, we we don't we ain't gonna waste a lot of time. You got lyrics and stuff ready to go, just in case I require them to be able. I to do go. have lyrics because apparently doing like the slight research on the song, um, it says. It's sung by Sex Pistols, yes. Uh, it tackles the subject of abortion with lyrics described as, oh. quote, some of the most uncompromising, gut-wrenching lyrics imaginable. Man, how fucked up is it that we get a song about abortion right after we just reviewed a song about a fucking school shooting? This is our most depressing week ever on Guns and Radio. Jesus Christ. Hashtag depression week on Guns and Radio. Right after Revolver Week, of all things. Then after all of this, we followed up next week with Don't Cry on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next Thank one going to be another sad song? Jeez. Well, we've already we done There Was a Time. So, I mean, wow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that this has it was described as some of the most whatever uncompromising, gut-wrenching lyrics imaginable. And I was going to make the joke that, and you thought modern hip-hop was fucking shit. Oh, especially you people bitching about that Super Bowl show. You think they're still bitching about that at the time that this airs? Oh, probably. I mean, because white people never forget, you know, they have to bitch about something. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. They won't remember what they were mad about last week. Ooh, like like the one guy who said, I'd rather have Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, and some other dick nozzle fucking do a Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> Wait, who said that? Because I've been seeing a lot of memes about that, about Kid I Rock. don't know, some fucking, some dude in the U.S. Senate or some shit, or he's like some representative, I don't know. I forget his name. <laughs> That's that's how fucking irrelevant this guy is. We'll get here's what we're gonna do for you next year. We're gonna have uh, Ted Nugent. We're gonna have Fred Durst. Yeah, <laughs> Limp Bizkit. And uh, who's another douchebag? Uh, what Kid Rock? What's another yeah. trash, white trash artist? I would hmm. say Eminem, but they didn't really take too kindly to him. No, uh, um, <laughs> I would say Leonard Skinner, but they're actually good. So. Oh man, have you ever you ever you know who Triumph the Insult Comic Dog is? Yes. Hey, did you ever see the video where he roasts Eminem to his what face? Yeah, because Eminem roasted him in a song or something. I think. Well, he he te- he he's standing on a red carpet. And Eminem comes by, and Eminem stops to talk to him, and he goes, "You know, being a white rapper is very very great for you because now you get to be an embarrassment to two races at the same time." <laughs> That's fucking amazing. (laughs) Next year, we'll give you all what you want. Vanilla ice. (laughs) Imagine that 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, and all that shit, and then all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. Ice, ice, baby. No. no See him rise up like I mean, that's probably the bargain, because they're going to have to have him, you know build the actual set itself because now he's in construction so he's like listen i'll build a set but i want to perform on it too so all these old conservative white people got mad about eminem so give him vanilla (laughs) (laughs) we'll just give him the hologram of like i don't know that's it that's That's the crescendo because you know like how they do all these artists and it builds up to a main event artist that'll be the main event it builds up uh, kid rock ted nugent (laughs) Why don't, we, why don't we just throw Rick Astley in there? Oh, perfect. 
Oh, we're no strangers to love. On the Super Bowl field, people looking like, what the fuck? Bro, speaking of Rick Astley, I think he's going on tour with Salt and Peppa and New Kids on the Block. The most random fucking tour lineup ever. I saw this somewhere. I was like, this is so fucking random. It is hilarious. Is it bad? I really hope that show comes to St. Louis. <laughs> well, it's coming to Toronto and I'm not going, so. <laughs> I'd go. If it comes to St. Louis, I'll go to that. What? To, to hear like three songs? It's not worth it. I guess the songs that I see Salt and Pepper. Yeah. So I see Push It. Um, the one song from Deadpool. Shoop. Oh, dude, I don't know any of their songs, but I mean, it looks like, from what I've seen in the music video, it looks like that might be a fun concert. Now, New Kids on the Block, I'll probably go get beer, but I'd, if Rick Astley is the headline, if Rick Astley goes on first, I'll probably leave when he's done. Or I'll stick around for Salt and Pep. Mm-hmm. If the main event is the New Kids on the Block, I'm, I, I don't even know any of their songs. Yeah, I think they are the main event. Like, they're still relevant. Like, well, Donnie no, Wahlberg. That's why touring with these guys. Yeah, Donnie Wahlberg needs money because Marky ain't giving him shit. So <laughs> I said Mark's too busy adhering to his schedule of waking up at three a.m. and then working out for seven hours while he takes a five-minute snack, then spends five minutes with his family, and then does more working out, and then goes to sleep by like four in the afternoon. <laughs> Keep you updated. I wonder if I can get Rick to go to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll keep you updated on band if that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's listen to Bodies by Velvet Revolver. Is this our first Velvet Revolver live thing that we've ever played on this show? I believe so. <clears throat> yeah. We haven't even done a concert watch along for VR yet. No, we've only well, we've done like two Guns N' Roses ones. We did the recent Slash Mouse Kennedy one. Uh, I feel like we've yeah. I feel like we've done more concert watch alongs than what we have done. We've only done three, four. Sorry, so we did. Remember, we did two in a row. I think we did Saskatoon '93 GNR Rock Am Ring 2006. We House did Blues. House of Blues, um, and then I believe the last one we did was the Slash Miles Kennedy hmm. from Sydney 2012. That's wild. Yeah, uh, get those bonus show goals going. We're going to do some more watch-alongs. Yeah. Yeah, well, for now, let's listen to Bodies by Velvet Revolver. Oh, couldn't make it tonight. We've got some comic book characters for you. From Hollywood, Velvet Revolver. They're comic book characters. What the fuck? Is it, did Velvet Revolver predict the MCU? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Something about Velvet Revolver fighting in the Infinity War just makes me happy, man. <laughs> okay, if Velvet Revolver fought in the Infinity War, who's getting zapped away by Thanos when he snaps? It's a, oh, man. And don't say Scott Weiland. That's the low-hanging fruit. We're not going to do <laughs> Listen, no offense, Matt Storm's getting snapped. Oh. And probably yeah. Duff. <laughs> I was about to say Duff. Duff was my vote, too. Oh, 
she isn't. Got that talk dirty to me riff in there. Boom, a little boom, bit. boom, boom. Na, 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 na. It's it's Velvet, again, Velvet Revolver putting their own like sort of punk rock spin on it. Yeah. All right, so read me some lyrics. Let's see what we got so far. <clears throat> uh, she was a girl from Birmingham. She just had an abortion. Oh, oh that's a, well, just saying it straight up, I guess. Just knock it right out of the park yeah. there. Just rip that off of that band-aid yeah. right the fuck off. Yeah. She was a case of obscenity. Her name was Pauline. She lived in a tree. She was the one who killed her baby. She sent her letters from the country. She was an animal. She was a bloody disgrace. Mommy. I'm not an animal. And then it just repeats itself there. Okay. And then I'm looking here. It's going to get with the little, talk dirty to me riff from Poison. Yeah. It's going to get a little, uh, a little more interesting as the verses go on. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay, all I got was something baby scream. Yeah, uh, dragged on a table in a factory, illegitimate place to be, in a packet, in a lavatory, die little baby screaming. Mummy, screaming fucking bloody mess. It's not an animal, it's an abortion. Hmm. It gets even worse from there, actually. (laughs) Oh, great. That's what I was hoping you would say. (laughs) This is lyrically fucked up, but like instrumentally, it's not bad. Yeah, instrumentally, it's fine. I can't understand what he's saying. If I just ignore the fucking lyrics, I'd be like, "Oh, okay." Talk dirty. Yeah, but it sounds like they're doing it. Like, sounded like you're singing "Attitude" over there. If you go back like ten seconds. I've heard abortion like 19 times. Yeah, and they just decided to throw up like four F-bombs for no reason. Yeah. Sweet. We're getting into some bullshit territory at that point. This is bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. I agree with you, token black guy. <laughs> I'm not an animal. You got the fucking attitude. <laughs> Doesn't mean I didn't try. You got a fucking. 
an Izzy song. I don't know why I threw that in at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. There it is. That's Bodies by Velvet Revolver. It's in the rear view, so I guess let's talk about it. Let's chat it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, what you think, Chris? You go first on this one. Yeah. I mean, lyrically, it's very fucked up, but like, I, I did like Bob Mad to this one. Um, it was pretty enjoyable. I think, like, instrumentally-wise, like, if we're looking at the band, um, they sounded pretty, really good. Uh, and they sounded pretty on point. If I was listening to this live, I'd be probably jamming to it. But also, going yeah. back in my head, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Is he saying abortion right now? Yeah, I was like, wait, what? What Fetus, what? <laughs> I'm at a Guar concert? What? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is this, like, blood. Norwegian black death metal? <laughs> I mean, like, that would definitely raise a question for sure. But, like, it's not terrible. I um, I don't know. I feel like the lyrical content is just, like, really, I think, affecting my score on this one. But, I mean, this version, I would say, if we're going to just say the Velvet Revolver version of this song, because we've not listened to the, uh, the no. Sex Pistols version at all. So if we're listening strictly... This is the revolver performing it live randomly somewhere in the world. Um, it's like almost three. I'd say it's right under three. I'll give it 2.75. Yeah, I think I'm in a similar boat as you are. I think the lyric content is kind of affecting it negatively uh, for me. And probably doesn't help. We just got off of that fucking Parkland song. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Parkland was a pretty good song but the subject matter kind of ruined it <laughs> kind of the same here I, it's it's less tongue in cheek here because it's punk rock and it's supposed to be it's supposed to shock me when he says abortion you know yeah i understand how punk rock is supposed to make me feel in this i'm supposed to go oh but oh you know it's the establishment oh scoundrels and back in whatever day it was that this song originally came out by the sex pistols i'm sure it was pretty shocking 1977 yeah we've been pretty oh. shocking for the standards yeah pretty everyone's shocking. talking about fucking disco and free love and staying alive <laughs> yeah too bad the, half the gib brothers couldn't do that oh old man but listen uh, i like the bgs but still like stopped in <laughs> that's gonna be our next podcast guns yeah. and bgs yeah bgs Dude, radio we, or we just do like what um foo fighters did and they would cover bgs they changed their name to something fuck i can't remember uh, Hang on, I'm not, oh, I gotta look this up. Uh, look that up. I'll finish up. You know, live Foo Fighters. As far as the song goes, though, at least with this one, the reason I'm gonna rate this one, I'm, 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 I'm taking points off on this one for the same reason I'm taking points off of Parkland. The mm -hmm. difference is, is I can jam to this and at least you mm -hmm. know headbang and stuff, and it doesn't make me like, <sighs> like you know, slow songs tend to do, mm -hmm. and. uh I, 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 
I think I'm about like you. I think I'm going to give it a two. I'm also going, I'm going to agree with you and say 2.75. It's not really a three because it's, but it's not really in the middle either. It's better than the middle for me, but not by much. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it was the DGs. Ah. There you go. Because the Foo Fighters did like some EP where they covered a couple of BG songs. So I went by the D, D double E G's. Fun, fun. Well, uh, with that uh, depressing shit out of the way and subject matter, let's uh, let's. I'm gonna play this just to make me happy again. Get your hand off my penis! <laughs> what gotta work that in anywhere I can. Yes. <laughs> and of course. Look, bitch. <laughs> but yeah guys what did you think let us know either on our discord or however you want to uh, let us know your opinion uh we uh will be hanging out in discord uh to chat with you guys if you want to chit chat with us uh, <laughs> and uh yeah sometimes it takes us a little bit to message back but you know we will we we get you we get you next we'll get you we holler at you we, yeah. friends. we have a nice, uh, small, tight-knit community there. A lot of our yeah. VIPs in there, so shout-out to you our should, Discord You should get lost in there. Like, you can pick up the conversation. You can log in and pick up the conversation. Yeah, from like 10 weeks ago. And uh, until next time, I'm Dustin Bone. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you here next Monday for another edition of Guns and Radio.